the Friday wind down. Kick off your weekend the right way.
Okay, I know I say this every single Friday, but it's because every single Friday when we come out of the news into 11 o'clock, I'm reminded of the fact that I love this feature, the Friday Wind Down, simply because we get to just put the serious stuff aside. We're constantly debating different issues, thinking about, um, you know, how to work around this country's problems. And just for the one hour in the week, we give ourselves the opportunity of enjoying um, the incredible talent that we have in this country, particularly uh, the musical talent that we have. And uh, today we have none other than the indomitable Wanda Baloi, who's an Afro-soul and R&B singer, DJ, musician, songwriter. So much that you have under your cap, uh, Wanda. Good morning to you. Good Thank morning. you so much for making time to come and spend with us. Oh, thanks for the invite. Thank you so much. I was saying to you that I've been watching your music for quite some time now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from the time that you started out in the industry and to actually being where you are now. What mm-hmm. an incredible journey it, it has been. When you look at how you have progressed in the industry, are you where you've wanted to be? Is this the dream that, that you had in mind, let's uh, say 10, 15 years ago? To be honest, I it was never something I planned. Um, music was something that took over me. <laughs> it wasn't... Um, I didn't sit and say, okay, I'm going to be a musician and I'm going to do this and do that. I think it, it's just second nature to me. Mm-hmm. I one, one thing I did not think or believe is that I would still be doing it at this point. Um, I feel like music is so much of my life mm-hmm. that it does not feel like work. It doesn't feel like, um, oh, my God, we have to cre- keep creating, reinventing and stuff like that. It's just, it's natural to me. Mm. I wake up, I live, I breathe. I am, you know, music and I'm a creative. So 
it, it, it's just like someone who wakes up and eats and brushes their teeth and does what they need to do to survive, to live. Yeah, you know, it, it's so funny because so many musicians say that, that um, they didn't intend, they didn't plan mm. on, on being in, in, in the industry, but mm. it's really a, a series of events that, mm. that have led them there. What was your journey? Um, I grew up in a musical family. My dad mm. is an amazing vocalist, um, so I was in a household of music. So I didn't know that somehow that little bug will, you know, get into me and grow. Um, I started my music journey alone in Yeovil. And I mean, I, I was surrounded by musicians. It was a very creative area back then. Um, a whole lot of musicians come from Yeovil, from Bomshaka to Mafigizolo to, hey, so many. <laughs> so um, being in that space kind of also inspired me to find that voice in me, um, that skill, that talent that I had. And uh, once I was bitten... Um, I stayed bitten. <laughs> Wonder, realistically, there, there are lots of people mm -hmm. that are that grow up in environments around, you know, incredible artists. They they find their inspiration, and they too, you know, they want to find their talent too, and they mm -hmm. want to be good. Yeah, but not everybody mm -hmm. gets to actually practice as a musician mm -hmm. and have produced work that can be celebrated or enjoyed by others. So so there must be a, a distinction between you and the other people that may have been there in your mm -hmm. circles at the time that mm -hmm. thought, well, I've also got talent. I mm -hmm. think there's something I can do. I can only speak for myself. Yes. You know, um, my talent, as I said, I think is a gift, first of all, and mm -hmm. um, a gift from my dad as mm -hmm. well. Mm. Growing up watching him perform and being in, in the music industry, somehow we learn without knowing we're learning, you know, and I'm, being in that space, it also helped me have a good ear in a sense of I can hear things, I can create things from what I hear, I can write music, I, you know, things like that, create melodies and stuff like that. So for me, that comes naturally. And um, I have my own journey of, of building this, this craft and this dream, and it's personal to me. Mm. So it makes sense to me in the way that it makes sense to me. Mm. That's why I said to you earlier that I don't feel like it's work. I don't feel like it's something that I'm planning. I'm just being. I'm just I'm doing what I'm supposed to do according to my understanding. So if, if someone perfects their craft or, or finds their identity, identity is personal. Mm, it's a personal mm, journey. That's mm. why you find artists that stand on their own because they are who they are. You know, even though there's so many of us, but there's distinct artists that you know that this is their sound. This is how they portray themselves. This is how they deliver their performances, et cetera, et cetera. So we all find that within ourselves. Do you think there was one thing in, in your career that unlocked the artistry, um, at least for you as an individual, your musicality and say, okay, actually, I think I'm ready to start doing something now? Okay, there's two answers to that question. Mm. Because unlocking yourself comes in different times and, and phases in life. Mm -hmm. First, I discovered I had a talent. And I loved singing. I loved writing. I loved performing. Well, maybe not performing much. But I had a talent. So with the talent, I used it to say, hey, I have something. And I think 
I can do something, mm-hmm. you know, I can create something. And that's how I went to, um, you know, I was approached by, by Lanster. Um, you know, I was a, I was signed to Universal Music because I felt I, be, I believe I have something. Now, the second answer to that is finding your identity because we don't find our identity at the same time. Mm-hmm. First, I found a talent. And I'm like, okay, I can sing. And I like singing this and I like singing that. But as you grow as a person, as a woman, um, and and you grow in life, in society, and, and, and experiences mold you into unlocking who you are. That's why when you stand on stage and you perform and you deliver you're so confident in who you are because you've unlocked that identity that is not something that is found easily. That's mm-hmm. why you find artists that sound like somebody else mm-hmm. or or artists that choose to 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 do cover versions or artists, you know like we so many mm-hmm. but an artist that stands and says this is who I am a it's a journey. How was your approach to music? in those early days as a young artist who mm. can sing but have has not discovered themselves in the way that you have mm-hmm. now due to the experience due to due to the journey that you've you've been on um your question is again is it, your approach to music okay. what was inspiring oh. why and how you made music i mean i was like i said i grew up in a space with musicians i first mm-hmm. at home and i was raised in yovo which was such a creative space um not only musicians we had actors we had um visual artists we had everything everyone was designers like there was just a hub of creativity so for me i knew i had this passion in me um and 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 i was inspired by what i was seeing around me mm-hmm. that okay you do that i can do this and hey let's do something who 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 were you looking at who who were your influences your, your biggest influences at the time um different people mm-hmm. um first of all i'm not going to lie i was definitely influenced by my father mm-hmm. but um i grew up with my mom i was raised by my mom so my parents were separated but that little experience that i had being around my dad and you know seeing that home music scene kind of like made me like well this is cool but i think it really became real when when i was surrounded by actual musicians my peers um in Yeovil so i would watch Bongo Muffin um i'd see Oscar um i'd see Mafizolo and i'm like scheme and i'm like okay this is very close you know mm-hmm. this is very near mm-hmm. um maybe i can you know mm-hmm. so i had this one song that i wrote during cuz i was still at school obviously i was still a student and i sang that song to anyone who cared to listen they knew if if one just ca- oh my gosh she's coming to sing that song well, what was the song what was the song <laughs> it was called what do i do okay what do i do what do i say when i'm in love with someone's man imagine i'm How writing this lyrics <laughs> and i'm like what are you talking about girl but to me it just sounded so perfect and i'm like i'm going to sing the song to everyone and anybody who cared to listen <laughs> so that was like my first wasn't necessarily a, an experience but mm. it was just a, a story that i felt okay 
it can resonate with a lot of people. You know, it's a story that happens. You know, people go through these things. And, and music is very much about storytelling. And you as somebody who's also recognized as a songwriter mm. and um, has been able to distinguish yourself as, as a songwriter, yeah. I guess, have had the imagination mm -hmm. um, of, of putting together stories through music. Absolutely. Mm. Music is stories. Um, Yes, most of the stories come from yourself, um, growing up, you know, having experiences and, you know, seeing things and da-da-da-da. You get inspired by that. But then at the same time, you see things that are not necessarily happening to you, but you are a voice mm. of those stories. When you're a songwriter and you are talented, you can sing, are there conversations that you have to have with yourself about not being too attached to the song and allowing somebody else to put their imprint or footprint on it and, you know, get the fame, be known. And in the background, you're like, you know, that's my song. Maybe I should have done that song. Uh, do, do those conversations ever happen? Um, personally, I've written mostly for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I have written for a couple of people. For me, it, it, it's a sense of pride to mm -hmm. know that actually... I did that, you know mm. what I mean? Because mm. when I write, is is like when I design, I'm doing it for me. Mm. What what feels right to me musically, what sounds right to me, and I'm like, okay, this sounds right. So if somebody else is like, no, listen, can I, you know, help me? It's like, oh, are you sure? <laughs> Do you really trust me? <laughs> and, you know, they, they deliver it. Like I write mm. songs for my friends who are mm. singers. Yeah. And I force them. I'm like, no, you must sing. You must sing. And then I'm, and they're like, yeah, but what do I do? I'm like, let me write. Just, just sing this. Sing it like this, mm. you know. And then when you mm. see them actually mm. delivering it, it's like, wow, actually, it's beautiful. Mm. It's, it's a skill. It's, 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 it's a gift, actually. Wanda, there's so much else that you do because you sing, as you've just mentioned, you've got a fashion line, you also are into cuisine, but a lot of it really has to do with your journey of self-discovery, but also rooted in who you are as a person. And you've been talking a lot about roots yeah. and why roots are important. Uh, tell us how you've ended up there. Long story. First of all, I was raised by Mozambican parents. So already at home, there was that rooted Mozambican culture. Being raised and born in South Africa outside is a different culture. So I go to school, I'm experiencing different languages, I'm experiences, experiencing different things because obviously it's a different culture. Mm. So there was like this back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, yo, it's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. So within that, there is also my need to adapt because I'm here, I have to adapt, I have to learn, I have to, you know, coexist within where my environment is. Roots for me is so important and, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience because I felt so lost for mm -hmm. so long mm -hmm. because I'm like, okay, Yes, our parents always look for a better life for our children in different places and spaces, but somehow we lose our identity in that search. What you might think as a parent that, oh, I'm doing good for my children, but you lose the find fundamental um, important thing of having your roots. So at an 
later stage in my life, after experiencing all these things, multicultural, you know, experiences, I still felt the need to know who am I. Mm. Um, and, and I did a whole trip back to Mozambique and just said, I want to sit here. I want to feel what is it? Who am I? I want my, my feet to be on this soil and get to know who I am. And mm. this was a personal journey. Mm. My parents were not there. This is something I decided on my own because I felt that the one thing I miss was my real true identity. Mm. And having the combination of the two is what makes me so rich mm. because I am blessed with multiculturalism, right? And... um the one side I, I have experienced for most of my life and the other side I felt that was a little bit um, empty and that's why I went on a search of my roots in, in Mozambique. So everything that I do definitely goes back to that whole mm -hmm. mixture of what makes Wanda. Wanda is definitely a blend of two, 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 yeah. two cultures, yeah. It's it's interesting that you would feel such a a deep sense of dislocation, and yet you were born in South Africa, mm. raised in in South Africa. Mm. Um, have you had time to think about why that may have been? I think it's 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 deeper than any human's understanding. Mm. I think it's spiritual mm. as well. Um, because not everybody will feel the same way. Mm. You will find somebody else who's in a similar situation and they're like, no, but I'm good, <laughs> you know? Mm. But mm. for me, it was deeper than that. It was a, a, such a potent need for me to go. And when I went there, I just felt so happy. It just, it was like the one little piece of a puzzle that was missing in me. Sure. You know, that is my story. So when I go home, I go home to South Africa. I go home to Mozambique. So both places, it's like being raised by parents from different countries. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the one doesn't feel any more important than the other one. So I think that's what makes my story so unique is that I really felt that I needed to balance my roots out. You know, I needed to balance who is Wanda, what makes Wanda. I mean, I go to I go to Mozambique and I'll be like, yo, and I'll be speaking in Zulu and they're like, yo, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry, I'm here. <laughs> and then I come here and I'm like, okay. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm not there. You know, so it's like... um. This beautiful back and forth um, blend of, of cultures. And I also do a lot of, of um, intercultural exchanges. And I'm always inviting people to come to South Africa. You know, get a lot of Mozambicans that come here. And I get there and I'm like, yo, guys, come this side. So you, you, mm -hmm. you have this mm -hmm. flock of beautiful energies coming back and forth. And I think that's an important thing as humans. You know, that we need to just embrace each other as Africans. It's right. not necessarily just about these two countries, but just in general. We're in conversation with musician Wanda Baloyi. She is our Friday Wind Down guest for today. As you can hear, still waters run very, very deep. We'll take the latest news headlines. I'm back with more of her music after this. 
celebrating our music heritage right here on the Friday Wind Down.
to the Friday wind down on the talking point our guest for this Friday is Wanda Baloyi and the song there is is it papa or is it papa because <laughs> <laughs> they could mean different things listen it means the same thing mm. <laughs> papa yeah it's daddy <laughs> you have mentioned and brought your dad up a lot mm-hmm. in this conversation mm-hmm. What does he mean to Firstly, mm. there are people who are listening to the show right now mm-hmm. who probably know who your dad is. I, you know what? Um, a lot of people confuse mm, the late Chito Baloy to my dad. He is not my dad. Okay. He is obviously because of the surname and everything. People mm-hmm. will be like, okay, cool. Even in Mars, I get that confusion. Um, but he, he, he's a family friend. He's my dad's friend. My dad is Jacko Maria. He worked a lot with Jimmy Lulu. He was part of a band called Loading Zone back in the days. Um, he's he's an amazing vocalist, and he always tells me to stop, <laughs> like just stop it. <laughs> but I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, he mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, my my parents separated. We were very young, so I didn't have much of of um, an experience growing up with him but the bit that I did have has definitely filled so much um, wisdom in a sense in in music you know he my dad is he's he he's only language is music I remember Mm. when my mom would be like oh you're stressing me take go to your father he must discipline you and my dad would take out a guitar and sing I'm like which discipline is this one now? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that my dad was definitely um, the only language he speaks and understands and is music. It, it does sound like he has had an incredible um, impact on your life and especially on on your career, your music yeah. career. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, from a young age. Um, I was around him, you know, watching him, uh, following him to rehearsals, you know, stuff like that. Um, but then after a while, when I grew, you know, into my teenage age, I went on this journey alone. And yeah. I, I didn't want him to help me. I didn't want him to pave the way for me. I was like, I'm going to do this alone. And when I decided that this is what I want to do, I called him and I said, listen, by the way, <laughs> 
I'm going to start singing. And he's like, what? I said, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just telling you, not asking you. I'm just letting you know mm-hmm. that I'm about to start this journey and it's a personal journey. I don't want anything from you. I don't want you to hold my hand. I want to do this alone. The only thing you can maybe do is give me an advice here and there. But <laughs> <laughs> this is my story. He, he, he must have gotten all, all off that call and called a friend and said, you know, you will never believe the things that this child has just said to me. No, I've always been um, the one to do my own thing. And mm. um, I did it. And he started seeing that, hey, this girl is Erasmus. Yeah. Because like now I'm like doing this thing. It's become public. It's all over the radio, TV and stuff like that. So he was like, okay, now I see you. Now you, you, you're doing more than me. I'm like, I told you, I'm going to do this thing. So um when I decided this is what I want to do, I, it was intentional that I wanted to do it alone. Yeah. Yeah. When we talk about your latest project that you've been working on, Roots, you've really um, poured a lot of, of yourself and, and your journey into into that project. And I wonder, you know, and I guess it's probably part of why I was asking about your approach to music between when you started out mm-hmm. as a youngster, you know, getting inspiration from the streets of Yeovil mm-hmm. and as a woman now, mm-hmm. um, not having to guess what life in your 20s is, is, is going to be like because that's done. Mm-hmm. You know how the story has mm-hmm. turned out. Mm-hmm. What life in part of your 30s is going to be, mm-hmm. it's done. Yeah. You, you know how the story turns out. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you make music now, what is really driving you? What What do you want people to listen to and and be left with mm. after they've they've listened to your music? I feel I want them to be left with a piece of me. Mm. I want them to feel like I have taken them on a journey of my life and my story, and this is also infiltrated in the sounds that I do so there's a lot of like salsa bossa nova I sing a lot in Portuguese um, I sing in Zulu I sing in Changan I sing you know I'm very versatile in language and that is intentional mm. because I at first I felt like okay I'm gonna sing in Portuguese they're not gonna understand and and you know Many people don't really do bossa nova salsa, um, and maybe this. And I was like, wonder, wonder, wonder. This is who you are. Mm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, when I start singing in this languages, they're like, "Yeah, hey, you become so alive." You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, this is this. What's going on? You know, do more of that. Mm. Then I just started becoming more comfortable in in who I am. Mm. You know, and and the languages that I use that make part of my story. So my 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 little you know soup of music my Mm. pot of music is 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 a story that says this is wonder so even even if you hear the sound you're like i know this is this is wonder sound because i feel like the reason i have so much versatility was there for a reason Mm. there was a reason why i have so much going on and it's because I'm the only one that can deliver it that way and sometimes we run away from it you know we're like no maybe I must sound more like Shadé maybe you know Beyonce you know and all these people but we can never be them 
you can only be yourself. So when you listen to my music, you definitely will leave with a piece of me. Wonder how do you deal with a pressure? Okay. In 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 the industry, pressure as a musician, pressure of being around other musicians, having friends who are really great musicians in their own right, and um, I think there is sort of a, a a culture that 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 has developed. Maybe it has always been there in the music industry, but to always mainstream artists into a particular way. Mm -hmm. So um, you can only be popular if you mm -hmm. sound like this, if you sing this, yes. if you wear this. Yes. And so that, that's sort of the template. Mm -hmm. and, and more and more, um, we're getting artists that are definitively pushing back against that mm -hmm. and saying, no, this is actually who I am. Mm -hmm. Take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes those decisions also have monetary implications mm -hmm. it means that maybe you won't be able to work as much as you mm -hmm. would have if I you know. had gone a, a, another route True. so so how do you deal with all of these different oh. pressures i know it's, that that artists today are having to face it's a lot eh? yeah it's a lot um number one that sticks out from that is mental health like yo my mental health is more important than anything mm. because musicians in as much as they're surrounded by so many people every day we are very lonely people like we're loners we like mm -hmm. to be alone we like you know space and stuff because of these pressures and these pressures don't necessarily only come from your peers you know record labels they come from people sometimes you go to the shop they're like i wonder what's the album like what's going on mm -hmm. go to the airport it's like yo guys you know i'm human and and i know it's not their fault because they only mean well according to what they understand of how a musician should be or how the industry should be. You must constantly deliver. You must give. You must, you know, why are you not doing this? I'm a piano. Why are you not? You know, but but music is so personal. Mm. It's such a personal thing. I can't come into you and tell you to do this or you must present the show like this because this presenter is doing it like you do it your way. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes you need to learn the skill of shutting the voices, right? And go back to you and be like, what do you want? Um, who? Where do you want to be? What is it that you see happening with you? Because that's important. And how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as happening now, 2024, then next year? We don't know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So what's your long-term goal? You know, what are your goals? For me, I know my music is um, is not for everybody, you know. I know that my crowds are not your huge, huge crowds, but I know I have my people, mm. you know, and, and my people are my people. They are the people who will honor the invite. They are the people who will listen. They are the people who will appreciate. They will buy they don't come in those huge numbers, but they come. <laughs> you know what I it's, mean? It's, it's a niche that you, you've been able to create for exactly. yourself. And, and it's become dependable over the years. Exactly. So mm -hmm. and another thing with me, which is, um, yeah, I do all kinds of music. That's another thing. So you cannot say I'm a jazz musician only or I'm a soul Afro fusion or whatever. 
I do house music, which I absolutely love yeah, as well. You're a DJ. I'm a DJ. <laughs> but before I became a DJ, I, I, I featured in a lot of DJ songs. Mm. So I'm like, actually, this is... And you know, this love for house music started a long, long time ago. People will be like, oh, no, she's doing, doing house now. No. I started loving house music in Yovo. There was like a church... <laughs> It was like a church. We would all go and worship in that church mm. of house music. Like it was that deep. You know, it's a culture. <laughs> it's a movement. So all these people, Da Vinci's and, and even Louis Vega that I worked with is, is one of the artists that I fell in love with back in the days in Yeovil. And he's like the god of house music. So when I met him, I'm like, oh my God, you know, I've always loved your music, mm. you know. So so that collaboration for me was was organic it, it was natural house music for me is natural so um there's that thing of also being very versatile in in the styles and and sounds so if i dj i dj house music because that's the music that i prefer to dj and that's the music i can also pre present as a house singer mm, mm, yeah mm. so so this this idea then of being in a box that the industry prefers it was never going to work for you no it's a difficult question when people ask what type of music you do i don't know what to answer <laughs> so, so 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 you're saying that even as i was introducing you this morning I and i say she's an afro soul r&b singer dj what was going through your mind? I was like, if that makes you happy, it's okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying I'm not also. You're also right. It's just that you're not finished. <laughs> you see? So many different layers um, to your character, Wanda Boloi is our Friday Wind Down guest. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then I'm back with more of her and, of course, her music. We'll talk about her future plans. What can we expect uh, coming up for the rest of the 2024 year? The Friday Wind Down. Kick off your weekend the right way. Once upon a time, once upon a night, I was in your thighs hour after hour on a loving high. On my mind was baby open wide On your mind was let's go for life All this time it happened overnight I don't know why but to my demise You just hated to hear the truth so much You chose to love a lie I love you with the love of God But I can never love you with the love you want Cause I'm in love with I, 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 I. It's been a long time Since I've heard from you boy I'm breaking down Deep down in my soul I've been 
I guess it's better that I way. That's what I figured, but it's better that way. I want you, uh, but I'm just gonna yeah. keep on walking. I'm also bitter, but it's better that way. I want you, but yeah. I'm just gonna keep on walking. I know you hate it, but it's better that way. That way, that way, that way, that way, that way. Yeah, it's better oh, that way. Wanda, that way, so much to say. Such little time. <laughs> we should have been having a dinner, lunch, and the you know, whole day. you know, you know, just because we've really been able to put our feet up in the last hour. So, let me give you a chance to tell us about what your plans for this year are going to be, and which of those plans involve us, the people mm. who listen, who consume the music. Um, this year, um, which is something that I started, well, we started um, towards the end of last year, which is to create um, spaces for people to have a taste of roots, for people to have a taste. We did one last night and it was really beautiful at Untitled Basement. And we've got a lot coming up. Also, um, traveling. I plan to do a lot of traveling this year to plant my seed everywhere I go. Um, releasing singles. I'm not necessarily releasing an album per se mm -hmm. because I want people to have a feel of each song that comes out um, and, and a feel of... of, of of the sound that, that, that we've been working on because I feel sometimes albums get to miss attention because you release an album and then you know one song on radio and then it's like, oh, when did this song? And I'm like, this song came out in 1902. <laughs> How did you miss it? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm planning definitely more performances, um, more visibility in and around South Africa, Africa and the globe. Um, obviously working on my brand, my clothing brand as I am here. <laughs> you know, I love, I feel like my creative um, energies are on a high at this point. And as a performer, I feel that the first thing anybody sees before they hear you is what you look like, mm -hmm. you know. So my clothing also has a lot to do with my performances. Where can we buy the clothing online? Ah, on Wonderwear. I have a page on Instagram, Wonderwear. Um, you can just call or WhatsApp or in DM, anything you want. Um, yeah, and yeah, and like I said, traveling, traveling and traveling. Definitely this year we're going to be doing.